Carl needs to yeah, be juiced. I think today on This American Dice, join us for an exciting adventure of Masks, a game by Magpie Games that sees teenage superheroes try to figure out not only who they are as teens going through puberty and changes of all kinds, but also who they are as masked Avengers, hoping to stop crime in a world that just doesn't understand them. Buckle your seatbelts and strap on your masks, because here comes This American Dice Presents Masks, Episode 1. All right, we're ready to play Masks. So in this game, like like we already talked about, we're going to be um, teenage superheroes. And we live in Halcyon City, which is kind of the um, epicenter for superhuman and superhero activity. And it has been kind of throughout the, the various generations um, Halcyon City is this big kind of uh, metropolis-like city. Uh, metropolis, not just as in city, but like the su- city where Superman lives. Um, the big things for us to know setting-wise are you're definitely not the only superheroes around. Uh, people know superheroes exist. Um, there's even a league of superheroes. What the heck is that, uh, this Justice League type group called? So the straight answer is the exemplars. The the shadow exemplars. Uh-huh. <laughs> exemplars too, still exemplin. What about like uh can we make it real like cheesy like oh maybe just the Patriots or something? Just like super over the top American garbage. We can. Yeah, I don't know. What was everyone trying to think of? of the, annoying group. The League of Super Patriots. Super Squad. Council of Steves. The Council of Steves. Super Squad might be generically ridiculous enough. The Super Squad. Any it's other thoughts? Legion of Iron. The Legion of Iron. The Legion what's of like, Iron Dukes. What's what's we could say the Legion of uh, and then what's like a term that means like very very good or that kind of thing that starts with an L, the Exem- Legion of Exemplar. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Okay, I'm gonna put down Super Squad tentatively. Yeah, tentatively. Exemplary gentlemen. The Legion of Exemplary gentlemen. Yeah. I'm going to put down Super Squad just for, for now. And Sean Connery's in it. <laughs> Listen, you need, a, you need a slap. I'll tell you right now. So, okay. So, um, yeah. Superheroes exist. People know about superheroes. In fact, the Super Squad has their own, like, the Super Squad headquarters. Um, kind of Hall of Justice-esque uh, base here in Halcyon City. Um... And they have a junior league, and your team is essentially like, like in the process of applying for junior super squad membership. So when we start this off, you guys are already a team, and a lot of this uh, character building stuff is basically us figuring out not only who each of the four of you are, but also how you first got together as a team. And uh, I don't know if. I didn't see this in the masks book, but David put it in a way that was really, really good, which was 
imagine this isn't the first arc of this comic. This is actually the second arc. And we're going to come up with the broad strokes of the first arc now for how you guys met up. So that way, when the like when you turn the TV on, the group's already together. We don't have to see each of them individually come together. That kind of thing. We don't have to start you in a tavern and have you each introduce yourselves uh, to one another and come up with a reason to work together. So let's actually go around and just get kind of the the name and the elevator pitch for everybody. We don't need to worry about description just yet. You can kind of describe yourself when we come into the like when we have our first scene. So um, in order of the playbooks, the beacon is first alphabetically. Oh yeah, my name's David, my real name. Although Shadow Boxer today, who's real, who, Epperin's real name is Nora Knox. And <clears throat> she has, uh, let's see, some very minor powers. I think they're just like, she can change the color of her skin basically. So she changes it to look dark, so she gets uh, really good camouflage and shadows and stuff. She's a really good martial artist. And she has a sweet uh, hawk pet, Squawky, mm -hmm. who helps with stealth missions. Squawky, who helps with stealth missions. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. So we've got kind of a ninja character as our beacon. Okay, our next is the bull. All right. Uh, I got Captain Football. And you're Lee? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Captain Football. And his power is his, his skin turns to the leather of a football uh, when it's action time. And uh, he's, he's big and strong, and he can punch things. And his real name, he's, a, he's an offensive lineman for Halcyon High. And... Uh, his real name's Wade Hammond. All right, when you, Wade when Hammond. you say offensive lineman, you just mean that he... Yeah, yeah he's actually he a defensive a lot of racist lineman. Jokes. Nobody likes him. Yeah. He gets the job done. That, that's what I mean. You want to hear how guy's powers? Um, Did lightning strike a football that was in his hands? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. No, he, he was investigating another team that was cheating. And... Uh, you know, he got hit by their secret serum. <laughs> and uh, now he's got super strength and uh, super toughness. But he also thinks he has super intelligence. Who's next? All right. I'm, Carl will be playing the Nova character. Her superhero name is Helix. She has powers of biokinesis born from lab treatments that were left incomplete. Ooh, okay. And her real name is Anya Villanova. But that's a name she's adopted. So that's also a name she's adopted. Right. But so she had reason to, I guess we don't want to get into this right now. Like her, her birth name was something else, but she immigrated here from a different country and she had like hide her identity. Okay. So that's what everyone knows her by. Last but not least, our Transformed. My name is Alex. I'll be playing the Transformed. Manateen. Manateen. <laughs> Um, he is part teenager, um, but also a lot of manatee. He, his face is, uh, he has the, the, the nozzle of a manatee and the dark, uh, expressionless eyes of a manatee. And 
he um, was transformed. He used to be a dolphin, and he was transformed into a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he, he, should have, he should have been a manatee to begin with. Yeah. He, he became a teenager. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like that better. Yeah. yeah. He was a manatee. Okay, so he, 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 ninja, he got ninja turtled. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. No problem. All right. Well, we can figure out more of how that exactly happened in just a little bit. So, all right. We've got... Um, so now that we've got kind of the names and the elevator pitches for each of these uh, characters. And then we start our comic book for real. We see a panel of um, like, like a bird's eye view of Halcyon City. It's gleaming skyscrapers. Um, it's like kind of like tr transportation system, which again, Mayor Sierra is super into. It's got like kind of a monorail-esque thing that kind of goes around the city. Um, we see kind of zoomed in a shot of people near a park or people in a park, uh, like like folks jogging, um, a kid playing with a dog, somebody in the background throwing a frisbee, disking out like wild. Cool. All right, we see a uh, like a coffee shop nearby where people are sitting there sipping coffee. Somebody's typing away on a computer, clickety clack, and there's a person who's like real artsy looking, and they're sketching something. Um, and then uh, we see a shot of like the street kind of leading up to that coffee shop, which is again across the street from the park. And we just kind of see this like just pretty boring street. There's a few cars on it, not real, real busy. Then we see that again, same thing, not real, real busy. And then we see it again. And there's a police car followed by like an armored car which is followed by another police car. And they're kind of driving down the road. And um, once it gets to the point where that police car would be in front of um, the like coffee shop, we see that there's a, like a manhole. And when the police car drives over the manhole, there's this like explosion that kind of knocks the police car onto its side and sends it spinning. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, indeed. And, um... Where do I have it? <laughs> uh, from kind of, uh, on top of... From on the roof of... No, not on the roof. They're just they're just fucking right there. Why not? Oh, and they burst out of the manhole. There's a there's a person who bursts out of the manhole, and they seem like a disheveled office worker. Um, and they're they're just like looking around, being like, "Please, I don't know what's even going on. I don't know what's happening." And then they raise up their hands, and on both of their hands are a Punch and Judy puppet. And the Punch and Judy puppet say, "Ha ha 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 ha! We're going to free him!" All right, so uh, just as the other, like the other cop car that hadn't crashed, like kind of swerves away, and some cops get out, and they're like, "Freeze!" Um, like each of them, as they're holding, as they're holding their guns out, 
they all suddenly go like, huh! as like flashes of light hit their hands, and their um, their hands are hit by knives, and the guns are knocked out of their hands, and soon like more knives pin them to the uh, to the walls of the coffee shop and to the cop car itself, and you see a man wearing chef's like a chef's uniform instead of white though it's black, and he's standing there and he's holding like almost fanned out in his hands uh, kitchen knives. And he has kind of graying hair and very, very ridged brows. And for a second, you're like, is that Gordon Ramsay? And then you realize, oh, my God, it's an evil version of Gordon Ramsay. Uh, and, um, uh, and, and he says, like, you best back off or you're going to be a dog's dinner. And I think one of the cops goes, Gordoom Ramsay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, in the back you he- background you hear like a dog just going absolutely buck wild, and a person steps forward, and um, he's wearing kind of a uh, um, he's wearing kind of like some like like black body armor with uh, like a like a snarling dog's muzzle like as an emblem on the on the front, and with him is like a crazy. Doberman pincher that's kind of bigger than a normal Doberman pincher. And he's then uh he says with a thick German accent, like, all right, it's time to bust them out of jail. And the dog just goes, Burr! and uh one of the other cops goes, Doberman and the pincher. So Love it. but here's the deal. We're not saved just yet. Do we have a name for this team? Hmm. The All Stars. The All Stars. Captain Football and the All Stars. Captain Football. And the <laughs> Captain Football and the Foot Foot and Ballers. Um, how about Manatine in the in the three headed Hydra of of Atlantis? Cabbage Cock and the the Ticklers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we don't have a name. All right. So, but luckily, you guys don't need a name yet. Your actions are going to speak louder than words. When you enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team, first of all, we're going to be adding two to the team pool. So, um, I'll keep track of this, but if you guys could also keep track of it, I'd appreciate it. So you guys have three team total. All right. Um, If the leader has influence over every teammate, add another team. Here's my question. Who's your leader? Not Helix. Yeah, I would say Captain Football, personally. (laughs) <laughs> on account of it's called captain it's not lieutenant football <laughs> yeah i probably support that yeah i support that all right captain football is the leader okay captain football do you have influence over every teammate i know the answer is yes to that so you got another team yeah cool so you got four so far that's why they call all right. me captain um captain what's your purpose in uh in this fight? Oh, in this fight? Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, oh, there's a... You can see... I should have said this before. You can see on the side of the armored car. It's not an armored car like a uh, like a Loomis armored car or a Brinks armored car. It is a prison... Tr- it's a prison transfer thing. But it's like in an armored car. Hmm. So this is like a high-value prisoner. Got it. So... Um, my purpose is to uh, smash the bad guys as hard as I can. Okay. Um, 
does everyone else have that exact same purpose? As a personal goal? In this endeavor. Oh, like in this scene? Yeah. So in this fight, is everybody else's goal to beat the bad guys as bad as they can? Does anyone have a differing goal? No. Yeah, tricky. Because I, I feel it's uh, to clear our name almost. So that could envelop beat the bad guys. Mm. Yeah, I can see that as like a sure. Like everyone wants to win. I, it seems like that's not quite the same thing. Yeah, you got to want a hundred and ten percent. So, okay, I'm gonna say we're not all a hundred percent on the same page here. All right, is there anybody who mistrusts the leader of the team? Not yet. Manatine um, does not trust our dear leader because okay. he can he can sense his uh, jealousy <laughs> for how cultured he is. Okay, absolutely. The manatee metagaming Well, the manatee people are known for their the manatee people are known for their high culture, at least within aquatic societies. And Manatine knows how cultured he and his people are, or she, he. Yes. Or just Manatine, baby. Just Manatine. Manatine yeah. knows the how pronoun Manatine is Manatine. Before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, finally. Um, oh, do you guys... cool. Did that re... Awesome. Did that remove one? It point? did. You guys are at three team. Oh, so remember that, that weird rule that we always forget is that the team leader can choose to take a condition to keep that uh, from being removed. Okay. So... Um, sure, Lee, do you want, would Captain Football, even if people are mistrusting him, would Captain Football be willing to kind of, uh, uh, take a hit to make sure that the team is still in a better place? Oh yeah, he's a team player. Okay. <laughs> so you can take a condition. Uh-huh. So the conditions are... I would take angry. Angry. So you're already, you start this off and you're already pissed off that so, this yeah. fucking manatee doesn't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So make make sure you got that down. All right. So there's certain things that that changes up when you're uh, conditioned. So you are uh, comforting or supporting or piercing the mask is going to be more difficult for you. What's supporting exactly? Um, when you're trying to support somebody, uh, comforting or supporting is when you're basically trying to like bolster somebody later on. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then. Last but not least, were you guys prepared for this? Who knows? Was this a surprise to us? I you, assume. If you, if you say Based you're prepared, I'm going to yeah. ask you how did you prepare, and then you're prepared. Yeah, we're prepared. Yeah, we're absolutely. Prepared. How did you guys prepare for this? Oh, I wasn't that... prepared for that question. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Out of what nowhere, it came. The. Uh... The people at our new high school, was it Bay, what is it called? Bay Valley. Bay Valley, uh, we look down on the transplants. It's B-A-E so been, Valley. So the, the bays at Bay Valley have been like bullying all the new kids. So we're, we're on constant guard. I just call it stupid housey and high, the new, the new place. Gotcha. I like that. Stupid housey and high. Um, now, you guys, 
<laughs> you guys have been like experiencing bullying, so you're kind of like dealing with that. How did you ready yourself for this situation in which Gore Doom Ramsey, Punch and Judy, and Doberman and the Pincher were going to try to break someone out of jail? Oh. Well, teammates, take it away. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell, I'll tell you how. Um, but getting angry. <laughs> oh, what if the prisoner was. You know what? I don't want to close that door yet. I'm, I'm willing to concede that we were not prepared for Gore Doom Ramsey, Doberman, and the Pincher, and uh, Punch and Judy Man. <laughs> um how about this uh i'll give you i'll give you one other piece of information could you roll one six-sided die for me whoever tells me first three three all right so um you know that inside that prison transfer is the most dangerous duck in the goddamn universe hell drake <laughs> all these waterfowl mm -hmm. water oh, creatures he's not a water yeah. oh, he's, oh, he's but, foul yeah he's hardly the rest have called foul yeah so um you uh, these so these three are like those four are part of a gang or five if you include the guy and the dog as separate entities but yeah, they're part of like a gang. What's the gang called? Um, what is the gang called? It has a stupid bad guy name. The Doom Squad. The Doom Squad. <laughs> the Doomerinos. Or Doom. The Doom. Doomerino sounds great. Like Doomerinos it is, and we can make a lot of Dan Marino jokes. Okay, so Doomer, the Doomerinos. Uh, yeah, so you guys know that they're trying to break uh, Helldrake out of this thing. Again, I'm getting mixed messages on whether or not you guys are prepared. <laughs> let's go with no. Okay. Yeah, let's go with no. It seems like we're not prepared, so... We're not um, getting ice cream. Yeah, and, you then the man, and then the yeah, manatee showed up. But we were in full <laughs> battle gear for the ice yeah. cream. Oh yeah, you guys were like just kind of like out on patrol and then had to assemble here. So that's yeah. that's the scene that we see. We see Doberman and the Pincher kind of advancing to um, like open up this. Uh, the, like the boy. Do you want to take another truck? condition, boy? Do I want to take another condition? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Since we're not prepared. To no. make sure that you guys get the additional team, if you'd want to take another condition, you could. I think we're at four now, right, Awesome. You're at three. Yeah, I don't. Oh, right, yeah, three. Four if you take a condition. Oh, no, you're right. You are at four. You'd be at five if you took a condition. Because you did fine. take one condition already. Four's fine. Okay, cool. So, here's the deal. This is the scene that's set up. You guys are going to be like springing into action as superheroes. And when you spring into action, tell me what you're doing and also describe yourself like what we see. Mm. So, and this goes to whoever. You go first. My plan is to charge that armored car and then use it to smash those two guys. All right. So, Captain Football is rushing in. Yeah. All right. Using so, tactics. He's shouting tactics at the top of his lungs. He's just like, doctor! <laughs> All right. What does Captain Football look like? Oh. Um, 
Uh, he looks like a walking tank with the football helmet <laughs> on top. <laughs> okay. You said he has he has skin that looks like the skin of a football. No, only uh, at times. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like a uh, it's like a a defensive reflex of his. All right. So he just looks like a huge guy. What's he wearing? Oh, football outfit. Okay, so he just looks like a fucking football player. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. here's an important question. What's his number, or does he not have one? Oh, it's it's seven. It's seven. Lucky number seven. Is it zero seven or just seven? Just seven. Just seven. And on the back it says is... Captain CPT football. All right, and what are his colors? Oh, um, red and white. Which Absolutely. was the colors of Halcyon High, but, but, but now, they're not, now they're not around anymore. Okay, so he's wearing Halcyon High football colors, and he's rushing in. Cool, yeah. and you said he's rushing in at um, at whom? He's going to try to hit the armored car into these two, two people. Okay, well, there's three, and they're kind of like in different spots. So, like, about, like, going towards the back as if to open the thing is Doberman and the Pincher. So the guy and the dog. Yeah, that's who he's going for. Okay, so he's gonna try to knock the this thing into them. Yes. So, um, does this seem like more of a directly engaging a threat or unleashing his powers to overcome an obstacle? Oh, he's huh. reshaping the environment. Definitely that. Yeah, that. Okay, so go ahead and roll plus freak. And let me ask this. Oh, Have but we I figured out on. our stats. I took. Um... Physics, what physics? When you unleash your powers to barrel through an insurmountable barrier, roll cool. danger. I don't know if, if this counts as an insurmountable barrier. I would, I would, I would say it is. But do you know? Do you know what all your labels are? No. Okay. So for everybody, um, your labels on the character sheet have one area that's highlighted for each label, and that's kind of the base or the baseline uh, of yep. what you have, and then. At character creation, you get to add plus one wherever you choose. So, for instance, if um, if Lee, as Captain Football, wanted to add an additional danger instead of plus two, he'd start at plus three, but everything else would be the standard. Yeah, I can do that. That's exactly what you're going to do? Oh, yeah. Okay. What's up, and danger? You... Okay. So, does anybody else have, like, questions about how to do that stuff? Like, how to set up their labels? It's just whatever it says in the book, plus one wherever you want at this point, right? Exactly. Cool. Yeah, and like I said, those are going to change. Yep. So that's that's yeah, one of the be, crazy. Be careful. Uh, be careful, because um, if they go to four or negative three, like a, a problem could happen. Yeah. Oh. So whenever whenever you're pushed to increase it to something that you can't, so right now if uh, Captain Football is at plus three. If he's pushed to increase or shift his labels with the danger going up, there's an issue and he like runs into problems. All right, I'll, I'll not do that. I'm gonna. I mean, if, if if that was your initial instinct, and honestly, it kind of makes sense. It's fine. Um, okay, fuck it. Fuck it. See what happens. All right, so you're going down with uh, what is it called? In a, in a china shop? Oh no, physics. What physics? I take two of these, right? Yeah. So three. physics, what physics is one. So it's just okay. roll plus danger instead of roll plus freak. Right. So roll two six-sided dice and add plus three to the result. Okay. 14. 
14 is pretty fuck good. Yeah, okay. Six and a five. A six and a five. Yes. Okay. okay so he cool. just runs in there screaming, Tactics! Tactics! All right. So you smash into this thing when you unleash your powers, and your goal is to just slam it into Doberman and the Pincher. Yeah. And that is exactly what goes on. So we see him barreling forward, and he just kind of shoulder checks this thing. And it, like, the, the truck itself, um, I think, kind of like just bashes into him. And he and the dog, you hear like, and like uh, fly kind of like a bit out of this um out of this scene like not out of the scene but like out of at least the frame the other you hear punch and judy yell like the puppets go like what like who are you all right so i've got a list i got some questions for us i got about eight questions so, Shadow Boxer, first question for you. Why be a hero? Shadow Boxer, you know, has this this power that's not as you know powerful as these other superheroes in Halcyon City, especially. But you know, she's got something. She's got to use that. I think she does it just for kicks. Okay. I'm a real superhero. This is awesome. So, part of it's for the thrill. Yeah, okay. sure. Cool. Um, how did you get the skills that you have? Is that still me? Mm-hmm. Still, still Shadow Boxer. Still SB. <laughs> um, I think she was. She was born with them. Her parents were also superheroes. Mm. But they have like super strength. And uh, maybe like super speed or something, and that genetic mixture just gave her skin changing. Of course, she's so speed plus strength equals skin color. It is known. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah. Maybe they just weren't even superheroes. They're just like, oh, yeah, these these are awesome. It's fun. We don't need to use them, right? <laughs> just the uh, just the dad from. Um... The Incredibles, if he never was a superhero. It's like, I have super strength. Work at this insurance agency. Yeah. Okay, so you inherited these. Okay. All right, Captain Football. Or should I say Wade Wade Hammond? All right. Uh, Who changed you? I think you already kind of went over that, but uh, give give me a little bit more. I got a taste. Uh, One meal. <laughs> He's a human guinea pig of uh, Bay Valley High. Bay uh, Valley High. We were trying to unlock the secret to good football after losing to Halcyon High for the last like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Wade Hammond was to start up offensive lineman, so they figured they could, they could capture him and run experiments on him. Gotcha. Okay. And then, oh shit, I had the same question for you. Why be a hero? Why not just keep being a kick-ass football player? Well, I was going to go one of two directions with this. So the first direction is, um, you know, ever since he got these powers, he's become too good at football. And he's just like smashing these kids left and right. And uh, it's no longer fair. 
And so uh, this is the only game in town. But I think the more interesting play is uh, ever since he's got these powers, he's begotten even more kick-ass at football and he loves it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's a superhero to like get more money and endorsement deals so he can get an even higher um, uh, interest generated before the draft. Okay, so he wants to uh, he wants to interest like talent scouts and that kind of stuff to show up um, and be like, you mean Captain? You mean Wade Hammond? And you'll reveal that you're really Captain Football. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so fame. Cool. All right, Helix or Anya Villan- Villanova. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. The Nova is all about having a tremendous, insane amount of power and not really having control over it. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, the first question I'm going to ask you is, who did you first accidentally hurt with your power? <clears throat> okay, so the basic idea is her parents were scientists working on making um, like biological enhancements on animals and people until this country's FDA basically shut them down because they're going too far. And it's Listen. someone... You're making a pig with too many assholes. Yeah. You guys are shut down. Yeah. What you could do with such power. <laughs> um, so they were shut down, um, but uh, they continued working in secret on their daughter, Anya. And so she like started getting more and more of these like biokinetic um, controlling powers. And when she was still a kid, at one point she started trying to change the family dog. But since she didn't have super control over it, while she was trying to change it, she accidentally just brutally murdered every dog in the city, just like from like a power spike, which alerted the authorities what was going on in their house. And like during the confusion, her parents were arrested and she like escaped. So and during that, I'd say like she killed her pet and killed like several of these like government officials trying to capture her on the way out. Who now helps you control your powers, Felix? So... Before her parents were taken away, they told her, if anything happens to us, there's this old woman scientist who we used to work with, and she just had no moral boundaries in her work. And if anything happens to us, you need to find her, because she can continue our work and like tell you how to use them. So there's this, like, um, she only really contacts her by phone since she's not in the U.S., but basically, like, this, like, wizened old scientist who... Um, knew who her parents were and uh has like sort of like connections and and is trying to like finish the treatment so that she has she can actually control her powers instead of being on this constant um teetering between messing them up all right cool all right and this is a person you've never met right like she went to go look for her but like she couldn't do it and eventually this woman contacted her and so like she like gives her advice like over the phone, but they had never met. Gotcha. Love it. And finally, Alex, the manatine. And I, I, I realized something. So the transformed is all about, um, like how you're no longer a human, like you're no longer, you no longer look human and trying to maintain your humanity while now being in like an entirely inhuman body. So, the one thing I got to switch up is I don't think it makes sense to have you teenage mutant ninja turtle it and have been a manatee that then became a somewhat human creature. It makes sense if you were like a teen 
who was somehow merged with a manatee. Unless his arc is trying to get back to becoming a manatee. Well, I think then, in that case, he'd be more of an outsider. Oh, good Who's point. like, I'm a manatee. I don't know your human ways. <laughs> Tell me, if this is not of cabbage, I care not for it. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I want to go outsider then. You're thinking outsider? Yeah, I'm pretty committed to this. Uh... <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, so keep in mind, what we have to do then is that manatees have a rich life that humans know nothing of. <laughs> awesome. So manatees are not just these big fat sea cows that just eat cabbage and fart constantly. <laughs> they like there's like a manatee language and manatee scientists and all these things. Humans know nothing of this. And of course they do not. How could they comprehend? Okay. They don't so, understand why we bathe in the warm currents of the nuclear power plants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're foolish. They are foolish. All right, so then I got to change up the questions I'm asking you. God damn it. Okay, so if you're an outsider, um, I'm going to ask this question. Why did you come to Earth? Um, and I'm going to throw this out. Why did you choose to take manatine form? <laughs> um, okay, so... Manatine came to Earth um, for the iceberg lettuce. The um, foliage on planet Earth uh, far beat, has far more sustenance than in any other of the surrounding planets. And wait, wait, so are you an extraterrestrial manatee? Yes. Is that the case? Or, are you, or do these manatees have a rich life in our oceans? I'd rather be um, a I really like the idea of being a, a human manatee that transformed into a teen. Mm -hmm. But if I have to be from another planet, so be it. Oh, oh I, I, was think, think, I was I thinking you were from be. like like a secret Atlantean esque city, and you're like, I've come up from oh, the deep. Yes, even better. Yeah. Yes, even better. Okay, so yeah, why take manatee form? Why not continue as manatee as God intended? Oh well, the humans. Um, the humans need our help. Okay. I like so. it. Help the humans. Okay. Excellent. And then... And why do your people want you to come home? <laughs> um, simply... The humans do because, not need our help. <laughs> yes. And I, they've... They're afraid that I've that I'm straying away from the way, the path. Well, one last thing for Manatine, actually. Um, so you're known as Manatine. What is your what is your name among the Manatee people? Um. Hmm. And you can you can you can give me the heads up on that uh, in a minute if you need. Jean Viev. Jean Viev. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a French woman's name. Um, most elegant of creatures. Yes, yes, like an elegant, like female name. Um, uh, uh, this is me, Geneviève. And then you're just farting, <laughs> tremendous yeah, yeah. cabbage farts. Yeah, yeah, which is the height of manti etiquette. Mm -hmm. It is. Yes, it's true. Our haute couture. 
and I'm going to start asking you guys questions about when you first came together. So, Lee, Captain Football, when we when your team first came together, and uh, be thinking of team names uh, that you're calling yourself tentatively mm-hmm. while all this is being discussed. But when the team first came together, you guys defeated a dangerous enemy. Who was that enemy? It's the swim team. The swim team. Yeah, those guys are a bunch of jerks. All right. So the swim team, of course, are a group of uh, speedo and single uh, and and one piece clad mm-hmm. sharks, um, shark man, shark people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. so that that actually works out pretty well. Yeah, and, um, and they're just bullying people left and right. They're 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 definitely bullies, and they both uh, swim with various uh, things, but can also do sy- synchronized uh, crime. Yeah. <laughs> So the yeah, swim yeah. team. <laughs> All right. And, um, but they didn't have an answer for the play that we ran on them. Mm-hmm. Blitz. We blitzed all night. Yeah. The secret is that we always blitz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I kind of want to ask, what were they trying to do? We're trying to turn the whole school into a pool. Okay. So they were trying to turn the entire school into a pool. Um, they were trying to trigger... And this, this is our house. <laughs> they were trying to trigger a... Uh, they were trying to trigger a sinkhole to turn the entire school into a pool, and... Um, uh, the rest of them are now. Yeah, they're trying to turn the school into a pool. Oh, and they were trying to take... Uh, like, use, use all of the students as hostages. Yeah. To make a lot of demands. Okay. Then Helix, Shasha. We destroyed our surroundings in the fight. Where was it, and what did we destroy? Oh, so they had already f- finished making half of the school into a pool mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, by using the 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 uh, the river the school was built next to. So, like all these like fish and other aquatic animals that had already started like moving in and setting up a habitat. And in the fight, we unfortunately had to call pretty much the entire population of the river. Marine life, some of which was sacred to the manatees. Oh, my. Mm. Okay, yes. so a lot of marine life was destroyed. Manatees are people. Sharks are. Manatees are people, too, yes. A lot of marine Sharks life was sharks. destroyed. Was the school destroyed? Yes, utterly. Yeah, the school's <laughs> destroyed like every three weeks. Yeah, oh. they've gotten really good at rebuilding it, though. Can I yeah. can I throw out an idea? That's one kid's power. Um, so, uh, for those of you who attend school, which I think should be all of you guys, mm-hmm. for those of you who attend school, maybe not the manatee, but uh, for all of you who attend school, you had been that had been your high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's closed. Now everybody has to go to the rival Bay Valley High. Oh fuck! No. Oh, fuck. No, really I walked gotta, into this one. Yeah, try so it's out now just team. It's now just yeah. like, uh, yeah. There's just they're like, all right, well, all you guys just get redistricted to uh, this one high school, and it's just portable city. Oh man! You're like, what about the millage fee? And a lot of boring conversations about uh, sales tax. Okay, so then then the then the transformed. So while you guys were trying to defeat the swim team, which again, 
is a team of anthropomorphic shark people who wanted to turn your school into a pool to hold the students for ransom. Um, you guys drew the attention and ire from plenty during the fight. One important person in particular now hates and fears you. Who is it? This person can be a superhero. If you want to, if you want to say it's one of the super squad, I think that wouldn't quite make sense. But if you're, if you really want that, we can do it. And I can even give you some ideas of the people on the super squad. It's yeah. just Captain Football's dad. What about the mayor? That's that could work. But Alex, it's your it's your call. Um, I'd prefer. To, I was thinking the mayor myself. So let's go for the mayor. All right, and the mayor's name is Sierra. Mayor Sierra. So Sierra is the last name. Yes. Mayor Sierra. Is Mayor Sierra a man or a woman? No. Um, Mayor Sierra is a robot. Um, has lost their gender because they're now just a floating head in a in like a, all em, right an embryonic fluid. You know, okay, just, so Mayor, Mayor Sierra is the first super <laughs> mayor of Halcyon City, and Mayor Sierra is a a floating head in a giant. I, I wouldn't call her a super. Have you seen the transit system? <laughs> oh yeah that's that's a lot what a lot of people uh say like super there's a lot of like dumb signs during election years like superhero more like super zero yeah heard her on these superpowers taxing people too much yeah it's a lot of like really bad that's what of, my dad says at least it's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of really bad puns and uh yeah a real superpower is an unregulated government <laughs> Uh, uh, Wade Hammond's dad is a real libertarian. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but cool. then again, uh, Mayor Sierra's um, campaign uh, goes. Their their whole slogan is "Get ahead" with mm -hmm. Mayor Sierra. Yeah, it's Love pretty it. good. It worked out. I mean, it got her elected. She's in mm -hmm. office, and also in a jar full of embryonic fluid. As you guys were defeating the swim team, who again are anthropomorphic sharks, and in the process, you guys pissed off. Mayor Sierra, who again is a head floating in a jar of embryonic fluid. Um, you guys found signs that this incident was just the start of something bigger. What were the signs? Um, yeah, so I think this was so they the idea was that they did actually end up flooding the school, Halcyon High. That's why I removed. So it's yeah, totally it was, destroyed. It was, it was, Almost completely destroyed. Yeah, so it seems we were all students there, I assume, like you were saying. And also the manatee pool was nearby. We all came together and met then. I think at the very end when we were, it was, I guess, when we realized the school was just beyond all repair. There was this uh, like file folder that washed up onto the, the shore of the gym at this point. Mm -hmm. And we all saw that it was a... Uh, all these specific documents that uh, the principal from the other school, Bayside, mm -hmm. right? Bay Valley High. Bay, Bay Valley. Yeah, Bay, Bay Valley. Valley High School. The principal there had this was a contract. Um, he contracted the uh, shark friends, the swim team. <laughs> uh, oh, but then there was a file, so it was all wet and waterlogged, and we were able to read it, and then it basically disintegrated. So we're that. the only ones who know. There's no proof. 
All right. Maybe it was all a ploy to pitch um, Halcyon High's football team. Yeah. Cool. And it is a. Do we give that principal a name yet? Because I got one. Nope. Go for it. Principal Nunes. I've been watching that stupid stuff all day. There you go. Does Manateen, Alex, does Manateen did not attend this high school? This incident with the swim team is where Manateen met the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the other three characters in there. Um, I came to assist of... the humans with their aqua problems. Gotcha. So the other, but the other three characters in their secret identity forms, um, like were there when the swim team showed up and um, I imagine them uh, bursting out of the river, maybe some of them bursting out of like toilets or the sewers or that kind of thing and um, invading, invading the school, attempting to uh, mess with the, uh, the sewer, the sewer lines and the pipes in order to cause a large enough sinkhole to turn this into a pool. And you guys had to stop them. But in the process, uh, much of the river that was nearby the school was poisoned, um, and much of the school was destroyed. Many, many fish were killed, and Manateen arose to assist the group. Um, but two things happened. One, you discovered that the principal, Principal Nunez of Bay Valley High School, was involved in getting the, uh, the swim team to do this and um, you discovered or soon afterwards on the news um, when asked for comment about this uh, this team of superheroes who we hadn't heard of before uh, stopping them um, Mayor Sierra the head floating in a jar of embryonic fluid um, seemed to disdainfully suggest that uh they were not they were not the ones who saved the day it was the first responders the good people of halcyon city beacon you've got two relationships you got to fill out could you tell us about those yeah so these are just like like bonds in this world you know so i've got one person is awesome and you take everything to get you get to hang out with them and the other one is got to prove yourself to someone before you feel like a real hero. Um, let's see. <laughs> Manatee. Uh, yeah, I feel like based on that, based on what we know so far, uh, Helix seems awesome. I get every chance to get to hang, I get to hang out with them. And but I've got to prove myself to Captain Football before I can be a real hero. Okay. Nice. All right. And Captain Football, you've also got two, and it's choosing your love and your rival, which is like crucial to this. Yep. Um and love is op- and love is defined as someone you've opened up to yep. um about the worst, about the worst parts, parts of my life. Um so I'll say Nova is uh my love. So Helix? Yeah. And uh Manateen is my rival. God. <laughs> so Manatee tried to control you at a crucial moment. Yeah. So can you can you tell me can you tell me about that uh that, that crucial moment in which Manatee tried to control Captain Football? Yeah, so like maybe there was like a 
a clutch moment when we were fighting the shark people. Uh, and he was like, you know, Captain Football, throw the football, deactivate <laughs> the big thing. And, and I just find manatee and disgusting. <laughs> so it's like, no. <laughs> Okay. He's like a walking manatee. It's fucking disgusting. Absolutely. All right. Um, for our Nova Helix, you hang out all the time with someone to blow off steam, and you once hurt somebody else, or that person uh, should probably be somebody else when you lost control of your powers. Okay. Um, I'm going to say I hang out all the time with manatee. And there's a reason for this, which I already thought of, which is when Helix initially escaped her country to make it to the U.S., she was she had um, she was she'd called upon the aid of like these mantis that showed up on the shoreline where she was, and she was able to like meat craft like a space <laughs> in their stomachs where they carried her over like Jonah and the whale, and they were they were they were open to this. It was consensual. But, but her manatee convoy is the reason she was able to escape her country. Okay. So she had great respect for the manatee, um, the manatee people. So, so the manatee people are um, are uh, the Manateanians. Mm-hmm. The Manateanians are they are they are unknown to the vast majority of the world, and mostly unknown to Helix as well. Helix has, aside from manateen had one encounter with them in which yeah and it was by like chance like her plan was to like swim out in the ocean and just like meat craft like a whale or a dolphin but the mantis found her gotcha and they helped her out and she ilium gonzalez uh helix yeah and um that really gave her hope and as far as the other one you once hurt um oh i once hurt captain football because um I accidentally changed his pig skin into into snake skin, <laughs> and like this so thoroughly disturbed him. Um, I, I I vowed to never again try to like change the fundamental nature of my teammates. Okay, of their footballs. Yeah, especially of their footballs. And finally, um, for Manatine. This person comforted you when you were at your lowest, and then another person knew you before you changed. Oh, um, <laughs> before I changed. Um, oh wait, no, you're an outsider now. Never mind. You're yeah, not a yeah, yeah. You're an outsider. Fuck. So actually, some of those questions. Yeah, outsider. All right. You've been learning about Earth by spending time with one person. And then you have a crush on another person, but you keep it under wraps. All right. Um, so I've been learning learning a lot about Earth from Anya Villanova and the ways of the people here. And um, I have a crush on Wade Hammond. I feel like one of us should probably pick the beacon for something. Okay. I have a crush on... Nora Knox. Nice. But Done. you keep it under wraps. I keep it under wraps. I keep it on the down low. Gotcha. 
Cool. All right. So the next part is influence and influence um, is important in this game. Whenever you're trying to like help one another or hinder one another, whenever you're trying to do stuff like coherently as a team, having influence over one another really helps that out. But whenever you have influence over somebody, there's stuff that you can do um, that you either couldn't do normally, or you could do more, you can do more easily. So here's the thing that I'm going to ask you to do. You can use that Google form to do it. You can just keep it down on a piece of paper, that kind of thing, and put it into the Google form later. Keep track of the people over whom you have influence. All right. So if David has influence on Alex, it's more important for David to know he has influence on Alex than for Alex to know David has influence on me. Does that make sense? Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. How do cool. we get influence? So um, there's a lot of ways that you can get influence. Uh, but in the first one, I'm just going to ask you a series of questions. Or e each of you has basically a question or a condition. And you're going to be giving different people at the in the party influence. So the very first thing, the beacon. Shadowboxer, you're so excited to be here. Everybody on the team gets influence over uh, Shadow Boxer. So everyone has influence over Shadow Boxer. So mark that down. Is it ever possible to get more than one influence at a time? Over a person? When, when you do yeah. So yes. Yes, there are okay. there you can and it, it changes up when you get influence again over somebody. You it. it does a different thing. Who also have influence over? So at the moment, you have Manatine has influence over Shadowboxer. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it. All right. Captain Football, you're selective about who you let in. Give your love and rival influence over you, but that's it. All right. So your love again is who? Helix, obviously. Of course. Um, my rival's Manatine. <laughs> So those two people have um, influence over Captain Football. Got it. All right. Then our Nova, our Nova Helix, choose your demeanor. Do you have a happy facade or are you locked down? Go with happy facade. Y'all can have influence over me. All right. Cool. So everybody has influence over Helix. <laughs> And finally, Manatine, choose your demeanor. Are you haughty or cheerful? Uh, cheerful. Cheerful. All right, so you're thrilled to be here. Give everyone influence over you as well. Yes. Okay, so he cool. just runs in there screaming, tactics, tactics. All right, so you smash into this thing when you unleash your powers, and your goal is to just slam it into Doberman and the Pincher. Yeah. And that is exactly what goes on. So we see him barreling forward, and he just kind of shoulder checks this thing, and it, the, the truck itself, um, I think, kind of like just bashes into him, and he and the dog, you hear like, I'm like, uh, they <laughs> fly kind of like a bit out of this, um, out of this scene, like not out of the scene, but like out of at least the frame. The other, you hear Punch and Judy yell, like the puppets go like, what? Like, who are you? 
and uh, you just hear bark like crazy barking, um, <laughs> like coming from like from off screen. And oh, they get smashed into the coffee shop. That's what happens. So you hit them, it smashes them, and they go through the window of the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And inside, you just hear an insane amount of barking and a crazy degree of destruction going on inside that coffee shop. Awesome. Um, all right. Meanwhile, um, who else hops into the scene? I think almost the opposite. Shadow Boxer is um, camouflaging herself and uh, with Squawky's help, hopefully, trying to scope out the scene, seeing what, what is actually, like, if anyone's in danger or anything. Sounds good to me. So it seems as though you are assessing the situation. Am I reading that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Cool. And I'm hopefully going to use Squawky's help. Sounds good to me. So go ahead and assess the situation. So when you assess the situation, roll plus superior. So I get a 10. 10. All right. Well, you get to ask two of those questions. And where are you when you uh, are doing this? Are you on the roof? Are you kind of like in the shadows looking by? Are you in the coffee shop disguised as someone else? Um, yeah, I feel like Shadowbox probably can't disguise uh, herself with someone else. Maybe, um, oh yeah, maybe on the roof, and then she kind of makes her costume and skin look like bricks around her. Okay, that's kind of no, cool. Oh, wait, this is better. Just like gray, so it looks like a gargoyle, if anyone okay. would look up. Squawky, by the way, if you're curious, is just a hawk, like a regular hawk that has black feathers and a cape. I know okay. you're curious. Does it also have a domino mask? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. It has its own secret identity in the, the <laughs> Indian uh, community. Okay, so what here is in the greatest danger is really what I was after. Ooh, what here is in the greatest danger? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that dog. Oh, ab- absolutely. These um, these civilians. So one of the things I'll, I'll say, I'll say two things, warn you about two things. So one, Punch and Judy are known for like uh, doing a lot of like destructive stuff and like that uh, manhole cover exploded. Like they're particularly known for explosives. And um, and also Helldrake is essentially a duck that's a dragon. <laughs> it talks as well. So yeah, so the like um, the people in this coffee shop and like like the the innocent bystanders nearby are particularly in danger here. Gotcha. And then I guess I'll follow up with uh, how could we end this quickly? Gordoom Ramsey, Punch and Judy, and Doberman and the Pincher are trying to break their buddy Heldrake out of uh, custody. If you guys can manage to get this van out of here. If you guys can manage to keep all these people safe in the process and get this thing out, they'll just have to follow you, and you'll have been able to stop whatever plan they had. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of This American Dice presents 
Masks. Masks is a game by Magpie Games. This episode's cast includes David as Shadow Boxer, Carl as Helix, Alex as Manatine, and Lee as Captain Football. Your game master for this episode was Austin. Be sure to join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice. If this is not of cabbage, I care not for it. I thought the wine glass was, I thought it was like a wine glass cozy where it's like asshole, like enveloped the top of the wine glass to keep bugs out or something. Yeah, that's, we should have been then. (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think we already naturally have that.